Welcome to the show. This is TJ. Hi, it's Michael. Michael, are you a power bottom? I like to be tied up. I like to be handcuffed. <laughs> You're an idiot. Let's go to a commercial, Michael. They're not commercials. <laughs> Michael. Welcome to Quirinstein Bears, the podcast. I just don't like her. Your hosts, CJ and Michael Burlow. Wait, why can't I say that? It's a lot bigger in person. Stop it. Check us out on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. Screaming. By searching the Quirinstein Bears, the podcast. You really don't understand. <laughs> That's disgusting. <laughs> And now, here are your hosts, CJ and Michael. Greetings, Earthlings. We come in peace. We come in peace? We come in peace. We come in peace. No, we're not one of those fetish films. (laughs) Hello, gays. Do you do mouth things? Stop that. (laughs) We've been making candles for 400 years. We've been supporting gays for like the last four months. In case you're wondering what he's referencing, that is how all gay supporting businesses are in the month of June. (laughs) We just don't throw a rainbow on it. Right, exactly. Hi, Michael! Hi, CJ! It's Tuesday. It is, and we're back, back, back again. You know what that means? It's time to do this bullshit again. It's time for another episode of Queenstein Bears. Yeah. Oh, you're our little vocalist now. Yeah. You put him on one fucking track on someone's album and all of a sudden he's fucking Madonna over here. <laughs> I'm on two. Fuck off. Two albums, that is. You're on the first album? No, I'm on the third album. Oh, right, right. Okay. <laughs> Spoiler. Right. Spoiler alert. Look out for those ravishing background vocals that are layered upon layered upon layered. Are you on it? No, I okay. didn't to, I'm not not concerned about being on it. Yeah, I also wrote some of the songs. Yeah, I get a producer credit too. I'm just on everything, you know. It's just me. It's Tuesday. It's another episode of the Korean Steam Bears. I'm CJ. And I am Michael. And we're so happy you're listening to us. This is actually coming out on Tuesday. The, yeah. Hey. <laughs> don't be being mean. I'm not, Michael. I was having a rough week, and I just... Also, we recorded the episode super late, in my defense, but I also was having a very rough week and couldn't get the editing finished on Tuesday. So, that's why last week was a little late. A little late. It was two days. Yeah, a little late. Yeah. I'm enjoying this nice uh, glass of peach wine. $3 from the Aldi's. It was delicious. We went to the new fancy Aldi's. We sure did. Um, it was pretty. It was really pretty. It was really, really cute. Um, if you don't know where the new Aldi's is, you live in Orlando. It's where the Lucky's was going to be. By, well, it was Lucky's and then it closed. Yeah, uh, by downtown Disney or Disney Springs. Yes, Regency Village next to Gay Target. Yeah, we don't live there. So don't try to find us or stalk us. But we it, live uh, roughly about 30 minutes from there. So. Correct. We just were in the area. Area. Uh, Michael, how was your week? It was good. I worked a little bit. I relaxed. Um, I didn't really do anything alone. Oh, no? <laughs> Not really. Besides, like, slap a hand to it every now and then. I really didn't do anything. Not slap a hand to it. <laughs> well, what do you call it? Jill. Pamela Henderson. Pamela, yeah, I've, heard, I've called it that, too. Yeah. yeah. Uh, my week was great. Thanks for asking. I, you don't even let me get the words out. You just automatically assume I'm not going to ask. You like literally were just guy. staring at me as I was waiting for you to ask. Because you're so beautiful. Okay. Yeah. People have seen married. They know. Okay. <laughs> perfect. He has the perfect face for a podcast. I do have the perfect face for a podcast, right? Mm-hmm. So how was your week, CJ? There you go. I was waiting for it. Uh, my week was great. 
You know, uh, this past Thursday, we did the live stream for Ginger's new album. Come on, Gum Bear. So I was producing that, doing all that kind of stuff. And now we are slowly releasing the music from the album every day from now until the release of the album, which is on June 25th. And it's it's been really, really well received. I'm excited for everyone to hear it finally. Been busy, busy, busy. It has been, and it's only going to get busier, you know, since next Thursday starts to drive. Next Thursday. Race. Yeah, next Thursday starts uh, All-Star 6, so it's only going to pick up from there. And I'm really, really, really excited for everyone to see this season. I can tell you right now, you are not ready. Strap you on are, in, You bitches. are not ready for everything you're about to experience with All-Star 6. So I can promise you, you will want to go and get that Paramount Plus subscription. Trust, believe. It is worth the $4.99. Right? If you sign up now, you get a free month. So just go fucking sign up. Sign up the day of the show starting. Exactly. So you get a whole... And you get a whole fucking month. That's at right. least three episodes of Drag Race. Well, the first two are coming out the same day, so... Oh, yeah. So it's at least four episodes right. of Drag Race. It's, it's going to be a really good, really good season, I promise. I'm excited that. for everybody to see it. Yeah, so am I. Uh, the fashion is ridiculous. You know, they always said that, that season's full of brats. You know, the girls with the passion for fashion. Stop. But yeah, it's going to be really good. Uh, that was my week in a nutshell. And then this upcoming week is going to be super fucking busy just as well. Busy, busy, busy. Yeah, yeah. I'm I'm super excited. But He's living uh, that boss life. Another awesome thing that's actually happening today on Tuesday uh, is me and Ginger are finally getting our vaccines. Come on, vaccines. Right? Vaccine queens. Finally. Uh, we've just been so fucking busy. And we've only had to make them four different appointments. Exactly. And every single time we go to get them either they don't have it or, or they call you and they say hi we don't have the one you want yeah or we're just super busy and unfortunately we miss it or ginger allergies were acting up so fucking bad the last time we went to go get it so it's just been kind of a roadblock after a roadblock after a roadblock but finally we are getting our vaccines today getting inoculated daddy yeah come on so i'm excited for that i'm, I'm really really excited are you afraid of needles i am t- terrified of needles. really I, a big strong scary man like yourself is needles, needles. see it's kind of funny though because needles petrify me i am like highly highly you don't have any tattoos right i have no tattoos but put a barbed wire table in front of me and right. throw me through it and i'm perfectly fine but this is the guy who's like, like had his head bashed with tables yeah and, like, hit with a baseball smash, bat right shit. smash a fucking chair over my head and i'm fine put me through a barbed wire table and i'm fine throw me through fucking throw me down in a, in a wrestling ring and i'm fine but show me a needle and i'm right the fucking coward right don't set me on the operating table and fill me with the cold load like no <laughs> what cold load like a like a like a shot oh because you uh, keep them in the fridge but it's so funny because when i went to the hospital three years ago they like showed up with these needles and i guess i was so like out of it and so afraid of dying that they were just jabbing me and i was like okay i'm a weirdo with it like i think like piercings and tattoos are like so calming and like it's a stress relief so like whenever like the only time i've ever gotten a piercing or a tattoo in my life it's been a time when i'm in turmoil go figure it's just like shocker the girl version of like dyeing your hair (laughs) um and every time i've ever gotten a piercing or like a tattoo like afterwards like when i'm like all stressed and worked up i'm just like like it's nice relaxed but it's also like i I think like people look at it different in a different aspect of like tattoos don't go as deep as needles do for like shots and stuff yeah the shots go into your muscle tattoos hurt though like tattoos hurt because it's a constant pain like a shot is a one and done you're kind of done but it goes deeper right and it goes into your muscles so i feel like people look at that idea of a needle as more terrifying because it's going deeper into your skin and it has a longer lingering pain to it because a different kind of pain and tattoos are kind of like that constant pain for that moment i kind of i guess i'm kind of over the needle things because like i make it a point to get uh tested every three months you know just to be like a responsible woman and like i guess at this point i've been jabbed and stabbed so many times both in my arm and rectally that like i'm fine (laughs) like i'm fine but you're also a bottom right but like a needle is nothing compared to the pain of bottom oh agreed agreed yeah so i I feel like bottoms have it a little bit easier when it comes to this kind of thing oh agreed like the pain tolerance is a lot higher right good on you i'm used to taking 
some big dicks sometimes. Yeah, loads and cold loads. I yeah. mean, it's the same thing. Yeah. Warm loads, cold loads, any load Michael will do. I'm like a laundry machine. <laughs> Dump and go. No, and go. not really. Not anymore. Not anymore. But, no, yeah. I'm a classy lady now. Oh, classy. And I'm the one sitting here drinking my fucking wine while you sit there and drink your ginger ale. I don't feel good. Uh-huh. I've been sick the last couple days. Yeah, it's okay. It happens. So, Michael, this past week, we had another episode of Drag Race Down Under. We did. I guess what that means, though. <laughs> Now it's off to the races. Uh, We're almost fucking done with this bar. Next week's the last season. episode. Next well, week they're going to crown week, the racist. This week is the last episode. They're going to crown the racist. Yeah. I'm convinced now. You need to stop that. We get she's a racist, and yes, we get that what she did was wrong, and I will never con- condone what she did as being right, but... You don't need to keep reminding people that she is a racist. No, I don't, because she does it herself Every chance that you get, Michael's like, they're going to crown the racist. The racist? The racist? We get it. She's a racist. I just don't agree with it, but that's whatever. No, I don't agree with it either, but I'm not constantly reminding people that she's a racist. When we become complacent, it allows things like that to continue to happen in our society. Do you go up to Jeffree Star and refer to him as the racist? No, but I also don't think about Jeffree Star anymore. But you did. Yeah, and then I realized the error of my ways and I don't anymore. Okay, just saying. Anyway, so this week is the last week of Down Under, thank goodness. Then we go into All-Star 6. We need to watch Espana. We, we do need to watch Espana. And we, we'll just do a whole, ep- a, like a one-off special episode to catch everyone up on our opinions of Espana. Yeah, just I don't want to read subtitles again. I did I it for fucking Holland. I know, it was a lot. But from what I hear about Espana, it's just a gorgeous season. That's what I, I think. I've seen all the looks that they've had on the runway so far. And they've been fantastic. Yeah, it's just, I, I'm excited. We'll sit down, we'll watch all of it, and then we'll do like a one-off. Maybe we'll do, we'll do a Friday live where we we'll just talk about Espana. Yeah. We'll do that. But this week we had the talent, talent show. show extravaganza. Yeah. And uh, I will say that the talent was boring. Were, were rough a luffigous. But your your good friend the racist did a really good job. Uh, and who gave her props during the episode? You did. I said she's gonna win because she did a fucking killer job. She looked she looked great. She looked just like Aquaria dancing on that pole. But yeah. like I thought she did the best. Can we talk about how fucking boring the other people's were though? Fucking Karen. Really? Uh, Karen. I can make a fucking balloon dog. Really? Yes. That's it. Friday, you're making one. Okay. They're not hard. All right, cool. Friday, I'm making one. We're going to go to the Dollar Tree and get the balloon animal balloons. They yep. sell them at the Dollar Tree. Every Friday, we go live on Facebook. So make sure you come and join us for that. This last week, we tested some uh, Irish goodies from our good friend Luke. And this week, Michael will make balloon animals. And we'll review España, the episodes that we haven't talked about yet. Perfect. So make sure you join us on Friday. But I digress. Yes, Karen's talent was boring. And as so was Arts. Fuck. Arts was, I don't get it. The only ones I liked were Scarlet Adams. And I loved ketamines. I'm a huge fan of that kind of magic, like that kind of quick change, all that kind of stuff. And when done right, it's beautiful. It's cute. The fact that the, the judges didn't understand it because they don't understand that kind of art made me kind of upset. But that's not something new because that's been a thing for a while. I've seen other queens. The fact that they were like, her dresses were ugly. Maybe you need a special dress to do that. No, those are the dresses she chose to do it. But how about you just celebrate the fact that that is her talent and her art instead of tearing it down by going, those are ugly dresses. Well, not everything you wear, Michelle, is gorgeous. And no, I love you, Michelle. Fair. I love Michelle. Sometimes she Michelle me. and or Rue are ugly outfits. She married me. I love Michelle. She is a really good friend. But sometimes what she wears isn't always the cutest or sexiest. And that other dude, whatever the fuck his name is. Rice 
Grace Nicholson. Yeah. Uh, what? Like, are we? If we're gonna judge the queens based on what they look like, the, the judges should also have an elevated fucking. Yeah, but he uh, wears suits that doesn't really count. Yeah, and then Ruth's hair looked like it. She put her finger on a fucking outlet and electrocuted her. Yeah, but Ruth's makeup looked stunning. Oh, Ruth's makeup looked stunning. It always does. But it's just like the fact that don't judge them based off the fucking outfit and say, oh, I guess they need a special outfit. No, you don't. That was what you chose to wear. Celebrate and look at the talent because it was a talent show, not a fashion show. Yeah, it was a very lackluster episode. And as then she sh- mo- as most of Down Under has been lackluster. Yeah, so it just fit the, it fit the mo of the season. Yeah, and then she, and then the fucking the runway looks were kind of all boring as well. The only one I liked was Karen's. It was the only runway yeah, I like. I, I loved liked. Karen's. All the other ones were. Um, Electra's was cute too. The little mm. the little Moulin Rouge swing kind of moment. Yeah. No, it didn't do anything for you. No, not at all. And then spoiler alert: Ketamine and Electric Shock were your bottom two, and then unfortunately, Electric Shock went. Babasis. What a shocking turn of events. You're welcome. She's got that London look with the gap tooth. Yeah, right. So next week, we will crown our winner. Who do you think it's going to be? We're going to pick our Kidamine. winners. Kidamine. You think Kidamine's going to win? I think it's going to be Kidamine. I'm biased towards Kidamine, so... I, okay, so I want Kidamine to win, or Karen. I want one of the two of them to win. However, I just feel it in my bones and in my gut that Scarlett Adams is going to win. I just feel it. With the amount of wins that she has and the way that she's been doing the end of this competition, I just feel like she's going to be the one to pull it, pull it out. Yeah, but I feel like wins doesn't matter anymore because like they said in the episode that uh, Sasha Lord didn't have any wins and she still won the whole thing. And then look at like Bimini on UK. She had more wins than Lawrence and Lawrence still won. It's like a pageant wins don't necessarily mean anything if you are consistent across the board if you are constantly in second place you're gonna win the pageant you can win talent you can win all of those things at the end of the day as long as you're consistent i think that's a bigger thing than winning challenges and whatnot i just have this just like gut suspicion that they're gonna crown scarlet and you know what if they do then it's a blemish on, on the record of drag race i agree I think it, it just tarnishes the brand a little bit yeah but i mean look at the people that have been on the brand who are winners tyra sanchez threatened to blow up the fucking Dragon and has threatened queens left and right. Sherry Needles. Like, yeah. all of the, the trouble that Sharon has caused the brand. Sherry Pie. That's very fair, but... Like, the- there are enough blemishes on the on the record of Drag Race, and I'm not defending Scarlett Adam Winnings, because I don't agree that I don't think she should win based off of the fact that she is a raging racist, but if it's the route that they go, and it's the route that they choose, it's just a blemish. We have to continue to look. People will go on the internet and destroy the brand, but guess what they're still going to do? Still going to watch the they're show They're going to still go buy Paramount Plus, and they're going to watch All Star six they're gonna go and they're gonna watch uk3 they're gonna go and watch canada 2 they're gonna go and watch fucking espana continue oh, absolutely they're absolutely. gonna continue to do it they don't care about what the fans reaction is they care about what is gonna create unfortunately the controversy and what's gonna get them the remies and the controversy is gonna be chronic scarlet Adams because it's gonna make people fucking talk about the show absolutely you're right That's, that at the end of the day is what they're looking for and i don't agree scarlet should not win i do not condone what she did however looking at the brand that's what they go for ginger clearly should have won season seven right fair but because grinding violet caused controversy it's just it is what it is and that's no you're, they, you're and absolutely that's right you're absolutely right and that's what they go for so michael i think it's time for a commercial i think we should take a lovely little break hi fellas Ooh, come on all stars let's get this over with ah! feeling froggy what are you wearing? It's Ginger Minge from the top three of season seven to the bottom four of All Stars 2. That's right. I'm versatile. Where in England are you from, Adele? My house. <laughs> she can give you comedy and glamour and acting and singing. I mean, she's a quadruple threat. On season seven, I was the OG big girl that made it to the finale. Okay. 
But on All Stars 2, my fate was in the hand of a cavalcade of other crossdressers. So the queen that I'm sending home, that's Ginger. Which one of you bitches gave me wart? We're in Team Bears, the podcast. <laughs> When you hear the word Stonewall, what uh, what kind of triggers in your mind? You know, it was like fighting for gay rights. You know, people died. Nobody died at Stonewall. Nobody died at Stonewall? No. That's literally what I think of. I think of that fucking Derek Barry quote every time I hear Stonewall, which is probably sad that I think of that. But Yeah, it kind of is. That's that's the greatest thing. That, that That is Stonewall's greatest like contribution to our society is that Derek, is Derek Barry, Barry and Willem. Yes. Nobody died at Stonewall. Nobody died at Stonewall. It's always interesting to me because, you know, I heard that the first Pride was a real riot. But, uh, You're so stupid. But no, I always think it's interesting how Pride and how Pride Month and all of that, you know, kind of evolved from this very violent centered situation and moment. this violent centered moment in yeah. our history. Yeah, it's kind of crazy that like this five day riot turned into a global fight, if you will. And it really just kind of was the catalyst to global pushing for gay rights. And it was always kind of crazy that Stonewall was always at the bar that never got raided mm-hmm. because them being run by the mafia, it was so like underhanded and under table. The, the police were basically paid off to turn a blind eye to Stonewall. Yeah. And that was always like they never expected to be, you know, the focus of a raid because of like the underhanded and the shady dealings. Exactly. And, you know, the mafia owned the the New York City cops back then. Right. It was, and just, it was a known thing. The mafia was also big in owning, owned most of the gay bars in New York City at that time because they basically would take anything that was segmented or anything that like they could kind of take an underhand or undercut of and kind of shadily deal in. And yeah. gay bars were that shady dealing back in the early in the early to late 60s. Yeah. And, and for anybody who's listening who may not necessarily know what we're talking about, back in the 50s and the 60s, being gay or having an outlet was highly illegal in the United States. So bars would allow certain bars at least would allow homosexuals to come in and the only downside is they were frequently raided by police officers um the homosexuals that were inside of the bars were frequently arrested thrown in jail when stonewall finally happened it was kind of like this is it we are done dealing with this we literally just lost judy garland the gay icon of the 50s and 60s we're tired of this shit so now we're going to actually fight Marsha p johnson is famously known for throwing the first brick at Stonewall that kind of started all of this. She is the catalyst behind the riots. And I feel like people don't appreciate Marsha as much as they should. And it's just something that we as a community look at and go, awesome, this black trans individual started everything for us. She was essentially the linchpin in what pushed the the final, we're not going to take it anymore moment. And she was kind of what catapulted it into the five-day riot that it was. Yeah. You know, Stonewall happened. And then the following year, on the one-year anniversary of the Stonewall riots, we held the first ever kind of liberation day. It was known as Christopher Street Liberation Day. It happened on uh, June 28th, 1970 as the first year anniversary of the Stonewall Riots where everybody kind of assembled on Christopher Street which if you don't know Christopher Street is the gayest place in fucking New York City. <laughs> yes it is. Um, and then on that same day there were gay pride marches in Los Angeles and Chicago marking kind of like the first gay pride marches in the United States. Right and that that's kind of the staying effect of Stonewall in our societies today. It was, a, it was like I said it was the linchpin moment where we weren't going to take it anymore and we are going to continue to fight for our 
rights and continue to fight for what we believe is right and what we and our just like way of life yeah and that whole parade covered 51 blocks and if you know New York City blocks that's a big fucking that's a big ass parade Christopher Street all the way to Central Park so it was a lot people marched and then the following year right after that places like Boston Dallas Milwaukee, London, Paris, West Berlin, and Stockholm all joined in and did marches. Right. Slowly throughout the 1970s, you would slowly see in smaller and smaller communities independent pride parades popping up in here and popping up there. And it just goes to show how it takes that one, just that one moment to kind of supercharge and to kind of like politicize the issue to where people realize it's that important and it's that needs to be dealt with. It yeah. needs to be handled. And I feel like that's what like we do now as a society. We... We look at something that needs to be changed and we we do it. Look at the Black Lives Matter movement. Right. You know, it started off as peaceful protest. Nobody was doing anything right. that was necessarily anything that would be like a stonewall. And then it turned into a stonewall-esque situation situation where people were rioting and looting and doing all those kind of other things and then it went back from that looting and rioting to a peaceful protest and my big thing is like in this country a lot of times we wait for the tragedy or we wait for you know the big issue or we wait for something detrimental to happen before we make a movement or before we speak up or before we voice our concerns and that's almost to me that's like that's the big issue it's why do we wait until something is fucked up or why do we wait until something is destroyed or ruined or tarnished before we make our voices heard why I, don't we ever feel the need to speak out before the tragedy or before the heartbreak or before you know i mean look at what happened five years ago with pulse Right. You know, Pulse happened in our community of the Orlando LGBTQIA plus community. Not only did it affect the gay community, but it also affected the Latin community. And just the community it, of the world as a whole. Well, yeah, but I was getting there. Like, it affected our community in such a, in such a small area of the world in a small area of the united states it happened and it triggered all of these people whether it be congress or just individuals like you and i to look at gun control and go this needs to change somehow some fucking crazy person was able to get a semi-automatic rifle into a nightclub walk into a nightclub and kill 49 people right and it, it just it it really shows exactly what you said that we wait for a tragedy to happen before we start going well maybe we should change something and it will never it will never click into people's minds that we should look at things now and go okay we need to change gun control we need to put some kind of regulation on gun control and then look at it and go well maybe we should also i don't know look at the areas that people are buying guns and go into those areas and ensure that those areas aren't riddled with crime or have some sort of outreach program to get guns yeah, off the streets exactly. or but again it, it turns into exactly what you said that we wait for a tragedy before we start action and unfortunately that's how it was with you know stonewall right and and, and gay rights in general we started we waited until something big happened to stand up for us. To stand up and say, what the fuck? Yeah. Yeah. And now look at it. For lack of a better term, right. Now look at it. We have an entire month dedicated to, you know, gay pride and showing who we are in different ways that, you know, it may be, you and I, gay pride is doing this podcast. Right. Talking about all the things that kind of affect us as homosexuals in today's world. Or going out there with John and Mike fingering each other on a float. And if that's how they show their pride, then that's how they show their pride. Right, that's how they celebrate their pride. I don't necessarily agree with that's how, you know. Pride should be. We should be showing the world how we celebrate pride but each their own right and for all we know john and mike came out this year and this and there's the first time they feel right. free to be on a float finger banging each other right that's also my thing like i'm not big into like the parade scene or like the you know the whole over the top moments just because like i don't know i'm like a little more reserved like out there per like in, i'm not gonna like put on a tutu and dance down the street but if like, that's what makes you happy fucking go for it live your fantasy and live as free as you want who you want to be you know exactly that one moment in gay history kind of changed the entire 
trajectory of our community. And I feel like that's happening every so often, unfortunately, with other communities. Absolutely. And there's no reason it should take things like George Floyd shouldn't have had to die. No. For for police brutality to be ended. Yeah. Stonewall shouldn't have had to have been raided for gay rights to be yeah. in the forefront of America. Brianna minds. Taylor shouldn't have been murdered right. for people to open their eyes and go, maybe we should probably look at our police department. Right. Uh, immigrants should not have to be put in fucking animal cages for us to open our eyes and be like, why are we doing this? Yeah. These things, these terrible things should not have to happen before we as a human race, not even Americans, gays, whoever, whatever, as a human race should open up our eyes and be like, there is a fucking systematic problem here. We need to address A, B, and C before we can even have any fucking dreams or hopes of making it to D. Yeah, I completely agree. And that's kind of where we went with this whole entire discussion. You know, we like to be uplifting and whatnot. Basically, at the end of the day, open your eyes. If you want to change the world, change the world, but don't wait for a tragedy to happen in order to do it. Absolutely. You should be, as just a human being alone, consistently questioning the status quo and consistently realizing what is wrong in the world and not be afraid to make those changes and not be afraid to kind of speak out and be a beacon of hope or a beacon of light or just even a contributor to the change. And if you're going going to go out and do something do it in a peaceful way do it in a legal way don't go out there and start fucking shooting up people don't start robbing places don't start beating the shit out of people because at the end of the day that makes you just as bad as the people who did it to to your community so peaceful protest is usually the way to go i mean look at martin luther king just go peacefully and do it in a legal way please you know it's like that famous quote from the 80s and like from the aids movement you know Act up, fight AIDS. You know, you want to you fucking change the world? Go out there and fucking do it. Exactly. I, you know what we should do? Let's go to a commercial break. That's your favorite thing to do. I thought you would know it was time for one. Yeah. Go to commercial. Happy World Pride! Happy 50th anniversary of Stonewall. This is a historic day. You should be so, so proud of yourselves. I have thought a lot about what I wanted to say to all of you today. It's been running through my head like a freight train. What is my intention? How can I inspire you? How can I inspire you the way that you've inspired me? How could I possibly portray my love for you? And the truth is, after a lot of thought, I came to this. Wow, look around you. Look at what you have done. You deserve a round of applause. It makes me cry. I am so emotional today. This community has fought and continued to fight a war of acceptance, a war of tolerance, and the most relentless bravery. You are the definition of courage. Do you know that? You're listening to Quarantine Bears, the podcast. And we're back. You done? Yes. Okay. Uh, <laughs> last week, Mike, we started our, our next giveaway. Yes, that's right. And so this week, we're going to continue that with our new keyword. What is it? It's going to be Riot. R-I-O-T. So if you go to QueenstineBearsPodcast.com, hit the giveaway button, type in that keyword, uh, and you will, will be entered to win a $20 Amazon gift card. You will also wind up on a Homeland Security terror watch list. <laughs> Probably. But again, that keyword is RIOT, R-I-O-T, all capital. Put it right there on Queenstine Bears Podcast 
slash giveaway. And you can win some money. Yeah, Ahura? I'm the fashion queen, Ahura. Yeah, that's my own. I love her. God bless. Also, if you would like, if you go to my uh, Instagram or Ginger's Instagram, also gingerminge.com and pre-save her brand new album, Gummy Bear. While you're there, you can also get a Froganista t-shirt. Yes, which is going to be very limited. Those will disappear this week. So make sure you get on there and buy yours today. You can also go to queerandsteambearspodcast.com and buy our shit. Yes, that, please. Because that goes to our pockets to make this podcast bigger and better every single week. So, hey, what's up? Hey, what's up? Hey, what's up? What's up? What's up, Ketchup? You're so stupid. Michael. Wanna bear, bear with, with us? Me, bear with me for a moment. If you use a national tragedy as a way to convince people to feel bad for you and to patron your establishment, you are a terrible human being. Pulse happened. It was a very tragic day here in the Orlando community. There were multiple people who died, 49 to be exact. And there are people around the Orlando area that use that tragedy as a way to make money for themselves and to milk the tragedy to make themselves look like a martyr. You're a fucking terrible person. And I hope that God smites you down in more ways than one. 49 beautiful people passed away that day. It should not be a day about making money. It should not be a day about your fucking ego getting stroked. Bear with me, Michael. Bear with me for a moment, CJ. All right, mine's not as heartfelt or, like, touching, but if you're going to report someone's Facebook or Instagram photo just because you're simply not attracted to their body type, you're the worst kind of human. I have had countless thirsty trap pictures of myself reported and deleted from the internet, and it makes me very mad and very self-conscious for that to continue to happen. Do better, people. Stop body shaming on the internet. Boom. Boom. So this is a fun day. Any big plans for the rest of the week, CJ? No. All right, well. <laughs> um, no, this week is going to just be a lot of promo for Gummy Bear coming out. A lot of kind of getting ready for next week. So it's just going to be a very busy week for me. Uh, and I know it's going to be just nonstop craziness. I'm excited for it. I'm well, really, everybody. really excited for it. Well, everybody, you heard it here first. Make sure you pre-save Gummy Bear out on June yeah. 25th. And make sure you watch All Star 6 on Paramount Plus on June 24th. Until next Tuesday. I'm not CJ. I'm not Michael. Thank God. Bye. Bye. We're in Steam Bears, the podcast. <laughs>